This is the Simplified Wellness Podcast, episode number seven. Welcome back to the podcast. Today as our guest, we have Helen Peterson. Helen is a wife, mother, business owner, podcast host, and blogger who lives in Bend, Oregon. Aside from being one of the co-hosts of the Balancing Your Hustle podcast and managing her own company, Peterson Virtual Assistant, Helen can be found spending time with her beautiful family, dogs, and adventuring outside. In addition, Helen has her own blog, The Brood Blonde, and is a huge advocate for healthy living. I wanted to interview Helen today because I feel like she's one of those girls that does a little bit of everything and just seems to make it all work. In an effort to figure out all of her secrets, I decided I must interview her for the podcast. So with that, here is my interview with Helen Peterson. Enjoy! So for those that don't know you, Helen, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, gosh. I mean, it's hard because obviously there's like so many different aspects of life and I feel like I have changed so many things in the last couple of years as far as like career stuff goes, a big move. Uh, But basically like at this point in my life, I were living in like central Oregon. We've been here for about three and a half years. It was quite the change from growing up in, you know, I was born and raised San Diego, Southern California, stayed there for college and that's where I met my husband, Tyler. And so he's actually from Oregon and has loved, you know, central Oregon for its weather and seasons and all that good stuff. And so making that move like a couple years ago really changed a lot of things. And it was kind of like the kickstart into all of my like entrepreneurial endeavors, I guess you could say. (laughs) Um, I've always had like an entrepreneur mindset just because my parents actually always had their own businesses. They moved from Russia when I was, when my mom was pregnant with me. And so my older siblings were all born in Russia and they came here with like no money, didn't speak English, just really wanted like a fresh start for our family. At the time, like Russia was really like communist country and there wasn't much freedom and like education and that kind of stuff for especially women. And so um, my parents wanted to give us like a different, better, you know, lifestyle kind of like American dream sort of thing. So when my parents moved here, they started their own businesses, um, actually with a pizza place. And so we grew up in Royal Pizza. It was like a pizza place in Poway, California. And it was like the complete definition of family business. There's like some, you know, fun shows and stuff on Netflix or whatever, uh, that like have like family businesses or, just totally like show that side. And it honestly really is like so real in the sense of like kids are in the back of like the business. And I would like do my homework on the desk by like the massive walk-in refrigerator. And we would play in the back alley, like where all the big dumpsters were. Like it was just such a like typical, you know, um, family that moved from a different country and started a family business. And my parents were there every single day. They had a couple of employees, but it was very much, my dad was there, you know, until 11 PM every single night. And we just never knew different. Like we'd never had the typical nine to five 
routine of parents drop you off, they go to work, you know, you have after school activities, come home, you all have dinner together. We never had that. And so I think I just never knew different. And, you know, it's not better or worse or whatever. It's just different lifestyles. And that's what my parents had to do for us to like survive. So when I graduated college, I actually thought I was going to go to PA school. And uh, my goal was to be an ortho PA. I was really into, you know, kinesis and um, physical therapy, personal training, all, all that kind of stuff. And so that was my ultimate goal. And when we moved to Bend, I started working in a PT office to get hours towards grad school. And as I worked, you know, a typical schedule, working under people, it just kind of like didn't totally feel like myself. And so I started a blog. Um, it kind of went from like just fitness to lifestyle. And then when I found out I was pregnant, like things really changed. And so that's kind of when I started looking into like different options of how I could work from home and go from there. And it just felt so like natural just because that's like what I was born and raised on, you know, it's like, um, personal businesses and that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's kind of like my background, you know, there's obviously like so many different like pathways and roadmaps and all that kind of stuff, but that's kind of like the short version, I guess. So I think that's so cool. Like you've been kind of an entrepreneur since you were little and you didn't even, or you were born into that lifestyle kind of, and you didn't even, didn't even realize what you were getting yourself. You didn't even realize. So that's yeah. cool. And it's really cool that your parents like, just like brought you guys along. And I feel like you probably learned like the importance of working really hard just from like seeing how hard they had to work, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. kind of, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a, you see like all the sacrifice that, you know, they're putting into it and stuff. We didn't get to do a lot of like family vacations because they didn't have, they couldn't just like close the shop for a full week and not make any money, you know, like, so, um, those were like far and few between where we would like travel to Seattle to like visit cousins or anything like that. But, um, it did like bring, you know, our family really close together in a lot of aspects and definitely like the hard work side of it for sure. Like we've, always had that mentality. And I think now like my, one of my big goals is like to be able to retire my parents because they're not in the pizza business anymore, but they still have like other small businesses that they're doing. They like Airbnb, one of their homes and stuff. Like there's just multiple aspects of like their lives. And I'm like, you guys really deserve to like be retired and relax and stuff. And so that's like one of my big goals in the future is to like allow them to do that because of like everything that they've done for us. So yeah. That's really cool. That's really cool that you are aspiring to do that. Cause I know, I don't think a lot of people, um, would do that for, not that they wouldn't do it, but I just think that, I don't know, that's really cool that you're aspiring <laughs> to do that. So yeah. So kind of moving on to like what you're doing now. So you have your own business that you started maybe not recently, but kind of recently ish, mm-hmm. um, your blog and then a podcast. So Tell us a little bit about those different things. Like, how did it all start? How'd you come up with the idea? You told us a little bit about starting a blog, but how did everything else begin? Because you're like an entrepreneur in a very, like, in multiple ways, I feel like you have a lot of different things going on. Yeah. So I think it, I, it took a lot of failure <laughs> before I've gotten to like where I'm at now, where I'm actually making an income that is you know, similar to like what I was, well, and actually even now it's more than I was making working, you know, a typical like full-time job and stuff. But I, it's so crazy because I honestly 
feel like I had so many different ideas of what I wanted my business to be. And initially with the blog, it started like I wanted to have like it to know it, like reward style, get, you know, commission off of things that I like sell for other companies. And I wanted to like share a lot about like my life and just, uh, products I use and that kind of stuff. And I do enjoy doing that to an extent, but I like, as I was getting for like deeper into it, I realized like it wasn't actually what I wanted to be doing. And I know a lot of other bloggers and stuff are able to make like their blog a full-time career. And that's amazing. But like, it just wasn't really feeling right for me. And I think it came down to, I was explaining this to someone else I was talking to the other day like that. It came down to the fact that I didn't want to necessarily build up my business to become a brand around myself. I realized I wanted to have like an actual business that if I needed to, I could step away and it could still run itself and by, you know, other people running it because it's what it is. And so that's actually, I had my daughter Emery last December of 2018 and she, um, was it was just at a point where I knew Tyler and I knew I, we didn't want me to like go back to work full time for multiple aspects. One being, you know, I wanted to be around and like have time with my baby and stuff. But then another aspect is like daycare is so expensive. Like you have to be in such a good career in order for it to like financially even make sense. And so, you know, a few things just lined up to make sense that I would just stay home. His salary is like enough for us to, you know, go get by, survive, whatever you want to say. And which is amazing, but it's like, I still felt like a piece of me was missing. Like, even though I was a few months into, you know, being postpartum and was getting a routine down with Emery and stuff, I was like, I really want to still do something mentally and putting up a couple of blog posts here and there, like just wasn't quite like enough, I guess. And so it was actually in May of last year that I announced I was starting my virtual assistant business. And it kind of came about in like such random ways, but one of them is my really good friend, Kaylee. She's my podcast co-host. Um, our podcast balancing your hustle. We started it over two years ago now, and it's been super fun. Just like the people we've gotten to talk to and just the growth that like Kaylee and I have, you know, gone through ourselves. It's crazy, but she has a skincare company called clear stem and they were in, you know, search of finding someone who can do like some administrative type work for them. And so it just naturally happened that I was wanting to like get into something similar. And so they were my first client. And from there, it's like grown dramatically in the tasks that I'm doing for them. And I now have like four other clients on top of ClearSTEM. And so it's been such a crazy like journey, but I finally realized like, this is what I love to do. I love like the administrative side of things. I like that I have a little bit of like creative ability through, you know, um, I do like Facebook, Instagram ads for my clients. I help them like put together like PR kits or, um, media kits and stuff, you know, on like PDFs and Adobe and all that kind of stuff. And so there's so many different aspects of it. Like when people ask like, Oh, what exactly do you do? I'm like, well, how long do you have to talk? Because for one client, I do like a lot of admin work, but for another, I'm doing a lot more like graphic design. And so it's all stuff that I've learned from creating my own blog. And so I think if I hadn't gone through like the steps of being a personal trainer to having a fitness blog, to having a lifestyle blog, to becoming a mom, like if I hadn't gone through all those steps, like I wouldn't have never gotten to this point. Cause I feel like it's easy to sometimes be like, dang, if I had started my VA business like three years ago, imagine where I would be now. But it's like, 
I would have never had the same opportunities because of, you know, the uh, steps that it took to like get to this point. So that's like what I'm doing now. It's been so chaotic. <laughs> my, like, I don't even know if I want to like share my routine right now because it's like so not healthy, <laughs> oh, no. but it's just been like, it, things are changing in the next couple of weeks because, uh, we actually finally found like a preschool, you know, daycare type thing for Emery to go to, um, twice a week, which I think will be really awesome for her and I, but yeah, it's been pretty nuts. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think it's really something that you mentioned. And I think it's important to touch on is how you said, like, how you had wished, oh, I wish I would have started three years ago. Look where I'd be. But I think it's important that you said that because I think I think about that all the time. Like I think about like you, everything you do in life takes you down a path that like leads you to where you're at. You might not have been as successful as you are now if you had started three years ago or you would be who knows if you'd still be doing it or whatever it is. So I think it's, you brought up a really good point there that everything you've done to this point led you to be where you are now. And that's why you're successful at what you're doing. Yeah. 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 And it's hard sometimes to not, you know, think that way. And I feel like a lot of things that have changed this past year have been because of my like change in mentality. I feel like a lot of times it's really hard to believe like you can have all these like thoughts and ambitions and that kind of stuff, but it's really hard to believe that it's actually possible and that like you can make it happen. And, you know, like you always see like the Instagram posts or listen to podcasts that are inspirational and you can do it. You can do anything you dream of, you know, and Mm -hmm. you want to believe that, but it's really hard to ever actually feel like that's something that can happen. And I can honestly say like now over just the past six months, I like change my mentality of, you know what, this is actually what I want to do. I have really good motivating factors of why I want to do it. And I decided to stop even accepting that like no was going to be an answer. And out of seven client calls I've had, six of them signed on. And so it's just one of those things where you just have to really like switch your mentality to believe that like what you're doing is what people need. Because I do think starting any business, you have to have the thought that how is this going to help someone, you know, like not just in the, a like, Oh, it's going to make your life better or something like that. It's like, what types of tasks or what types of products are you offering or services that you're offering are actually going to make someone's life easier. And for me, it's creating, you know, either processes to make my entrepreneur clients more efficient or taking on tasks that they themselves don't want to be doing anymore and freeing up their time to be doing something else. And so I really sell myself as someone who saves you time. Like, yes, you're paying me, but honestly, at the end of the day, you now have time to do other things that are more beneficial to your business than scrolling through your inbox and answering the same type of email over and over again that someone else can be answering for you. So that's, I think like, you know, if anyone listening wants to start something or is like really hesitant about starting it, I, the first place you have to start is thinking, how is what I'm offering going to help who I'm pitching it to? So Mm -hmm. that's so good. That's such a good piece of advice to people. Cause I think that's half the battle is like changing, like you said, like changing your mindset and like pushing yourself past that point of like fear and past that point of like, I don't know, like you started your own business at kind of out of nothing, but you said that like 
that like you had a reason to do it too, which I think is important as well. And so mm-hmm. I think that finding that reason, like, and finding what you can offer to people too, because like to you, like, you know, answering emails or, you know, creating all these things might not seem like a big deal, but to someone else that's like, they don't want to be doing that. And so like, why not pay you to do it? Like, that's perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. And that whole mindset thing, it's funny because I'm not like some crazy, like, you know, woo woo believe in ever like what everything the universe can bring you. And like, I know there's like people that like have very high thoughts in those types of topics. And I think that's amazing, but like, I'm the most, I'm so practical sometimes to a fault where it's like, that does not make sense to like do that or try that or whatever. But I've always have had a little bit of like that dreamer mentality around building my own business and making money from home. And I think that's where I like just had to take a little bit of like the practicality out of it and be like, okay, like it does take a little bit of belief and a little bit of, you know, a lot of failure, honestly, like that's something that my husband has encouraged me through so much as I'm like, well, this didn't work. Why would this work? If this isn't working, like, why should I even try this? You know? And I had so many thoughts of actually going to grad school and having like a job in a hospital, like that kind of stuff. And I, you know, I'm so glad I didn't like give up on it because I'm finally at a point where it's, making sense. But before, like I was making like a couple hundred dollars, sometimes like no money at all each month, just from all the different things I was like trying to do. And I was like, why am I even doing this? It's like not leading to anything, but it does eventually lead to something. I think it's just, yeah, that it's hard when you're in that moment and you're like, this isn't working. Like, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Uh, So you just have to like really switch that mentality to be like, how is this going to actually help someone to where they would want to buy it or, you know, sign up for your services or whatever it might be. Totally. Oh, that's so good. Well, and I too, one last thing and then we'll switch gears. But like, I think part of it too is you have to believe in yourself that you can do it. I think Mm -hmm. that like, if you're, I mean, I've been here too, where I don't, I don't treat something as like as important as it is or as a full-time thing. And so people aren't going to treat it that way if you don't treat it that way. And so when you believe in it, others will too. So I think what you said is great. Mm -hmm. Um, So kind of switching gears, you said your daughter is one, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So and you said your routine's kind of crazy. So maybe you don't want to go this direction. I don't know. (laughs) But like, how do you balance like having your own career and it's not like I'm assuming not the same hours every day. And how do you balance that and staying at home with your daughter and being a mom or do you balance it or how does that all look like? Yeah. I think up until November, things were actually like going well because of the fact that, and I don't want to say they're not going well now, but just because the amount of client work I had was very manageable at like the point that I was at. And that's when we knew like, if I wanted to take on more, which I did, we would have to figure out like something different for Emery to have a little more, you know, um, whether it be like a nanny or a daycare or anything like that to switch things up. But like, first off, if you're a mom, uh, I think routine and like sleep schedules and all that stuff is like so important to get down before you try to like dive into anything crazy. I need my sleep. I don't need a ton of sleep, but I need like at least six to seven, like straight hours a night in order to like function the next day. And, (laughs) 
any like new moms listening, you're like, yeah, that never happens until, you know, at least a few months into it. Cause you're waking up to like feed your baby every few hours and all that stuff. And so it is really hard like those first few months, but once you get into a routine, uh, I personally followed taking care of babies. She's an amazing, like she's actually a pediatric nurse. Her husband's a pediatrician and she has like really awesome sleep. They're like, it's called sleep training, but I, it's a very like gentle, loving way of like starting a routine with your baby. And so that saved me because once Emery got on like a very nap, you know, schedule where I know every day at these times she's napping, I was able to schedule calls or schedule like work time and all that kind of stuff. Um, but as like, far as like routine goes, I wake up at five most mornings and get about like an hour and a half of work done before Emery's up. And then if I need more time to work, my husband will actually like get her out of bed and hang out with her, feed her breakfast and I'll like finish up some stuff. And then I always like my mentality now in order to like balance mom life and work and put like my best into each is if Emery's awake, I am not working. So if, you know, between 7am and 9.30, she is awake. We take the dogs on a walk. We go down the straight to the park. Like our, we have three dogs. Um, they love to play ball and I like throw the ball with them. If it's not too cold, Emery will like get out of the stroller, crawl around, play at the playground. Um, and then we'll like walk home. She'll have a snack and like go down for her first nap. And from there, I know I have like a solid hour and a half or so to either have a call with a client or get work done. Um, Sometimes if my work is like manageable for the day or if I got a lot done early in the morning, I'll like use that time to do a workout. Other times I actually love doing workouts when she's awake just because she can like crawl around either in the garage, like on the mats or in the house. Um, I'll do, I do a lot of like lightweight body weight bands, that kind of stuff that I can like do anywhere when it's nice out right now, it's really cold, but when it's nice out, I'll like do it at the park and she'll hang out on the grass while I like, you know, do squats or lunges or whatever. So I always try to make like some part of my day somewhat active, whether it be like a walk or a run or an actual like workout. Um, so that's kind of like how the mornings go. And then from 11 to two, again, like she's awake and I don't even like try to get work done. Like not only is it not necessarily like the best like parenting to be on your computer while you're like babies crawling around but it's also like I want to like spend that time with her and I want to pay attention to her and like read books or like play certain games that she's playing or whatever it might be and so Mm -hmm. she's just like such so exploratory and you know crawling around the whole house and like almost walking it's like you have to be like on it watching them so like And then those times too, I'll take to either like go to the grocery store or go um, meet a friend like at a park with their kid or anything like that. And then from there, she has her afternoon nap, which again is like perfect time for me to get some work done. And then the rest of the day is kind of depending on, you know, what time Tyler gets home or what um, we have going on. Like if we're meeting up with like a mom group that I every like week or so or whatever it might be we'll you know do that kind of stuff and then I try not to work in the evenings but that's like not been possible the last few months so I oftentimes will like do dinner together and do like Emery's bath and stuff and then once she's in bed I will be like back on my computer getting some more work done but my the nice thing is is like Tyler really is like super understanding because he not only has like his day job but he also does some stuff with his dad on the side for other businesses and so he's always 
has like some like computer work to do in the evenings or early mornings as well. So we're kind of on the same page with that. Um, so that's kind of like my, it is fairly routine just because for naps, like I am home and, um, you know, when she was little, we could do like naps on the go and that kind of stuff. But like now she's like very structured and she loves her bed and her sound machine and her dark room and all that stuff. And so that's like when she's napping, I'm working and it, really does work super well right now because it is so routine. Um, but now that I'm like picking up with like more hours of work, we decided to put her in like a little preschool daycare thing twice a week, um, for like two half days. And so that'll just kind of open up a little more time for me to be home and, you know, get a lot of work done in like a four hour period, which sounds like glorious right now. So (laughs) yeah, but that's kind of that. I mean, I try to, have like really good healthy meals either planned out for the week or like easy stuff to grab out of the fridge um for me to snack on for Tyler to take to work we eat out like maybe once a week twice a week on you know certain weeks or whatever but we try to just have like good meals planned and we love doing stuff like either crock pot or like soups that will like last a few days um so then we're not like cooking every day because I hate cooking and I hate cleaning the kitchen. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That's like how we try to structure our lives, but yeah. Wow. I, oh my gosh, you are busy, but I think something (laughs) that I really think something you said, and I noticed you said this is like, and I think it's really cool that you do this is like, you seem to be really present in each moment that you're in, or maybe like, as far as like how you said, when Emery's napping, that's when you work, but you're not Mm -hmm. working during the times when you're with her. And I think that's a great way and advice for other moms too, is like really spending time with your child when you're with your child. And when you're not with your child, that's your time to do all the other stuff, but just being with them. I think that's a good way to balance it. So I think, I think a lot of people will Uh, Yeah. And if you can't tell, I'm like super routine, super type A, super structured. That's just my personality and I love it. I know not everyone's like that, but that is what my clients love about me when it comes down to like doing stuff for their business because they know I'm going to get stuff done and they know it's going to happen in like a timely manner and stuff. And so I think you just really have to like play off of your personality. You know, it's like if you are super free spirited and you know, you don't like routine and structure. I think you need to find something that's going to allow you to have that type of, you know, personality and that type of non-structure because that's, what's going to make you happy. But for me, it is like the very routine structure. I love traveling, but it's always like for a solid like week and then I'm ready to get back into routine. So I am the same exact way. So it just makes me so happy to hear about your routine. (laughs) That's exactly how I am. So yeah, we are kind of running out of time. So we'll answer these next questions quickly. So with the new year coming up, you seem to like your routine, you're on things, you're on top of it. So I think you'd be a good person to ask. So with the new year coming up, people are setting all sorts of goals and then sometimes people fall out of those goals. So what was, what would be like your number one tip to give people to stay consistent? Yeah. I think just being prepared, whether that be like, if you're wanting to get into a workout routine, being prepared with like your workout clothes or your, 
you know, post-workout snack or whatever it might be if you're hitting the gym, like right after work, having a snack to take with you before the gym, like just being prepared and having everything outlined. Um, I sign up for like bar three classes on the mind body app. And so like signing up for it ahead of time really forces me to actually like go there. Not only do they like fill up, but also if I sign up for it, I'm like, shoot, I don't want to go, but I have to go or else I like lose that class, which is stupid. So signing up for things like that. Um, and that's only like fitness based, but you can like, you know, structure that around any goal that you have is just like being prepared and like planning ahead. So that's my biggest tip for any of that kind of stuff. I would say that's a really good tip. I think that's half the battle is being prepared. And then one, cause it's even like, like you said about working out, like I know if I set my clothes out the night before, I'm more likely to work out because mm-hmm. I'm already halfway there, ready to yep. go. Another half is getting there. So there, yeah. I think, yeah, being prepared for anything, not just for working out or eating healthy, but just anything being prepared is probably a good tip. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't really touch much on your podcast, um, but aside from your podcast, what is your favorite podcast to listen to? Yeah, I I have a couple that like are business like entrepreneur ones that I enjoy, but honestly, my favorite one of all time, I am such a big Bachelor like Nation fan or whatever, <laughs> um however you want to put it. And I love Caitlin Bristow. Her podcast yes. Off the Vine is so fun. She has like really awesome guests and I love that it's not just like bachelor oriented, like she talks to all sorts of people and really like motivating stuff and very just like funny, lighthearted. So that's like the podcast I listen to a lot when I'm like walking or on a run or like driving in the car. Um, and then just, I love like Jenna Kutcher's gold digger podcast for like business advice. Um, so those are kind of like some of the main ones I listen to, but yeah, there's, you can't go wrong with like Caitlin Bristow. I don't know. Oh, (laughs) I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. We'll have to talk later about Monday's upcoming season because I have a whole yeah. lot to uh, so excited. <laughs> um, so lastly, before we go, if people would like to connect with you, where can they find you? Your blog, business, Instagram, all that stuff. Or if someone wants to talk to you about maybe hiring you, how would they go about doing that? Yeah. So I, our podcast is called Balancing Your Hustle. So it's myself and my co-host Kaylee. Her um, Instagram is like super like health and wellness oriented. And so Kaylee.Christina is hers. Um, if you guys want to like catch up with her, but we have all sorts of guests on there. Um, we talk from like health and wellness to like entrepreneurship, new businesses to like, we've had other people who work typical like day jobs and stuff. And so there's all sorts of like fun episodes on there. Um, so that's like a really good way. And every week we talk about our highlights and lowlights of the week. So you really get to stay up to date with our lives <laughs> through the podcast. Otherwise, Instagram is Helen B. Peterson. And my business website is petersonvirtualassistant.com. Um, if like you're interested in chatting with me about your business, you would just go on there and schedule a call and we can um, chat about that. But yeah, and then otherwise my lifestyle blog, which I'm not like super active on at this point in life, but um, it is brewed blonde and I have all sorts of like mom life stuff as well as like date night ideas, um, surviving like your husband's holiday work party, like just other like random fun lifestyle type of blog posts. So even though I don't post on it like super regularly, there are all sorts of things you can like go back and read. Um, and I share like Amazon finds on there as well. So yeah, I think those are the main ones. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on today. And 
Um, I hope you have a great rest of your day and it was so fun talking to you. So. Thank you.